What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today we have the NBA in-season tournament, plus a whole bunch of more NBA news to discuss. Javar and I are going to break it all down, what we like, what we don't like, and if we think the in-season tournament is actually working. Uh, we're going to have a lengthy discussion. We're going to talk about the East and West, of course. Who are the surprises? Who are the scrubs? Sorry, Detroit Pistons fans. And uh, yeah, man, it's a great, great pod. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, please make sure to take some time and like the video, or you can leave me a comment that actually really helps my engagement. And uh, that's it, guys. Let's go ahead and get straight to the episode. Okay, guys, we're back. Uh, current era pod. Um, much, much esteemed, established guest, Javar. What's going on, man? It's good to see you. <laughs> well, it's good to How be doing, back. Man? It's good to be back. Yeah. I, was, I look at Saul. It's been like at least a month since the last time we talked, right? So. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's been an um, interesting NBA season, so man. very, very interesting. Let's get down to it. Yeah, there's there there is a lot of things to discuss, and I I think let's go ahead and start with the in season tournament. This is the newest um, idea from Commissioner Adam Silver and the NBA, trying to get people invested in the league before Super Bowl because me and you we watch year round. Um, but a lot of casuals don't tune in until after the Super Bowl, which is in February. So um, this is their ploy to try to get people to tune in. I'm not sure why they have so many games on League Pass, if, if that was like their their thing. I mean, two national TV games isn't different than what we've gotten in the past. That's just my personal opinion. But um, give me your thoughts on what you've seen, man. I mean, we're, 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 we're knee deep into it now. I mean, the NCAA tournament has like a week or two left at best. Um, the Lakers are four and zero, so that's great. We are officially going to the next round. Which, if we win that, we have potential to go to Vegas to win the whole thing. But give me your thoughts on the in-season tournament. How has it shaped up to you? Do you like the courts? Um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say something about the courts at first. Uh, mm-hmm. As they, they clearly, I mean, and it's, it seems to be working. Um, like they want it to look different, and people to be like, "What the hell is going on with these courts and these colors?" Yeah, um, and it, it is it is it, it catch your eyes. So at least they've got that going for it. Uh, it seems like the players, you know, for what it's worth, for the most part, they're competing. Like they're they're mm-hmm. they're trying hard. They're, it's got a little extra oomph to it to an extent. Um, some of the point differential stuff has caused mm-hmm. some consternation. Um, what, what that means is that um, not only record matters and and to like do the standings for the end season tournament, but also like for tiebreakers, right? That's this mm-hmm. point differential. Yep. So that that can be crucial. Um, you know, once it once we got all the the records for the end season tournament. Mm-hmm. So, um, at least you know, at least it's 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 added a little juice. I don't know if it's like drawn. If it's eyeballs. accomplishing its job. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know if it's drawn more viewers or like you said. You know, it's confusing to why if it's an end season tournament such a big deal. Why is it only a few teams on? Like at that time, you'd think it'd just be, you know, like multiple games on on multiple networks or something you know treat it like it's the playoffs to an extent yeah Yeah, or match me exactly march that's a good way to do it yeah march madness like okay so turner they have all these different channels why they're not using it uh espn they got all the you know espn two three you know all the stuff on you know (laughs) why don't you use it yeah uh, to have multiple games on so i don't know but um go ahead i was gonna say man um speaking speaking on the point differential thing there's two things i want to bring up with that just just so our audience understands how crucial this is so right now the lakers are 4-0 in west group a i believe we're in group a with the um, we, we have what the suns the mavs and you know a few other teams in there pelicans maybe um no we have memphis and portland in our group so 
we beat all their ass. Um, but the Suns, the Suns were actually at like close to the bottom because you know KD Booker and Beal just couldn't be healthy together. But they put together a six-game win streak and a three and zero win streak in their in-season tournament, and mm-hmm. their point differential um, has been good enough to where they're now the number two seed right now. And they <laughs> they only got in because Devin Booker made like a crazy bank three at like the end of the game. Um, like I'm pretty sure the, the point differential is, is only like two. So like they, they, they barely wanted, they barely squeaked in. Um, so with, with the point differential, it's good because you're seeing guys compete at like the end of the game where typically people try to run out the clock or whatever, you know, like I know DeMar DeRozan the other day was, was, was upset (laughs) because yeah, I'm just like, he was like, he was like, man, look. I don't care about the end season tournament. It's end of the game. Take the win. Siakam, right? He took a three when in in, yeah. in um what they call it. It was a blowout. Yeah, and blowout in, in garbage time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got and got pissed and yeah, the, the, the Rose was like real fight. life mad. And I'm like, bro, yeah. like he was. I don't care about no end season tournament, nigga. <laughs> like, sorry, bro, you're wrong. Like, this is five hundred thousand dollars on the line. Like, I care. Hold L anyway. Regardless, stop stop worrying so, so bad about yeah. how you looking. Yeah, the 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 Rose is a funny guy. But yeah, I mean. All that to say, I do agree. I don't think that the in-season tournament is necessarily um, doing its job. I mean, like, obviously, we won't know until we get the analytics after everything is over with. I do think that the knockout round and the actual tournament in Vegas on December 7th and 9th, I do think that that will be, like, a viewed event. But I don't know if everything leading up to <clears throat> damn. I don't know if everything leading up to that is necessarily like musty TV for the casual, but what do I know? You know, I could be totally wrong on that. So we'll, we'll see, I guess. You know, as since we've had it, I think the idea has kind of grown on me. I mean, why not have some kind of reason to have guys compete a little harder earlier in the season? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, it's, it's nobody, it's never going to be like held up by who wants and history is going to is history going to care about the winners of the in season cup or in season tournament like probably exactly. not at least not right not yet but we'll see maybe it'll hold some esteem down the line but mm-hmm. um you know whatever like like again people who love to love to watch basketball okay whatever add a little stakes to it guys play a little harder um it seems yeah. like like to start this year we've had like an unbelievable amount of like competition so like so many teams are just like Okay, there's clearly like five teams that just complete suck. Like they're just mm-hmm. getting, you know, double digit losing streaks and stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But then everybody else is kind of just in the middle class. And there's a few teams that's like above the fray. But for the most part, everybody's just fighting. <laughs> Which yeah. you know, it's kind of like the NFL. Of, 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 is, they turned it to the NFL. Like like everything is just kind of mid. There's a few mm-hmm. good teams, a few bad teams. Everybody else is just hoping to be lucky. And you know, we'll see yeah. what happens at the end of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and let's let's go ahead and move on to one of those really good teams, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, they are currently the number two seed in the Western Conference. They've got Shea Gildas Alexander, who both of us talked about on the last pod. Man, he's a bona fide star, man. Um, he made first team All NBA last year. He's still averaging thirty on like ridiculous efficiency. I, I think it's like thirty five and five, which is just nuts. Um, but unfortunately. Shea Gilders Alexander is not the biggest story in Oklahoma City right now. It's this Josh Giddy situation, which, for those of you that don't know, Josh Giddy has been accused of um, what, like underage? I, I guess like having an underage relationship uh, with a minor in Oklahoma. Um, now, I would be the first to say that 
these claims did not come from any type of reputable, uh, reputable source, but that doesn't mean that they're completely false. So, um, but it's to the point now where the NBA is actively investigating it. His, his teammates, his coaches are being asked questions about it. Um, and I don't know, man, I, I think the reality is we need, we need to have more if we're going to just condemn him and say that he did the shit other than like a random picture or a tweet. That's just my opinion about it. Um, obviously if he did the shit, he did the shit, he should go down, fuck him, whatever. But I, I don't think that we have enough to warrant the younger generation, which is mostly what I'm seeing on, on the internet. It's the younger generation that's just ready to just throw him to the fire and be done with him. He should lose his career. He should be in jail. He should be thrown away. He should, he's not a member of society anymore. And I, I really hate that trend. Um, you know, it, it's it's almost like you're you're guilty. Like you're just guilty. Um, and I, I I really hate that. Now, like I said, if there's more that comes to light and it is a cold, hard, bona fide fact, like we can't deny he's guilty, then fuck Josh Giddy. Fuck him. But we don't know that yet. So, uh, yeah. What's your take on the Josh Giddy situation, man? Do you have any thoughts? Well, I mean, I don't really know what to say. I mean, it, it seems like from what I understand, the girl posted the pictures saying she fucked Josh Giddy, right? Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's not really an allegation. It's kind of just like they she outed themselves, outed them both out. And now people are looking into it. So, um, and again, I don't know what the age of consent is, wherever location this might have happened um i think i've read the oklahoma city the age of consent is 16. so if this is a 16 17 year old messing with the 20 21 year old i mean whatever i don't really give a fuck like i don't really see what's the big deal <laughs> like this is yeah. this girl's old enough to know what she's doing like she's throwing it up some young younger dudes and this dude ain't even old enough to get into the club so he mess around with young girls i mean it's I, 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 honestly as a, as a young dude I, i've been i can understand situations like this where these young girls are in the club for whatever reason not supposed to be but you know whatever th- trying to approach younger young men like that and she might have not even told the dude that she was 15 you know 15 or 16 or whatever like it's kind of a scary situation so mm-hmm. i don't again i don't know the details i just i'm staying out of that Sure. It doesn't sound like anybody's pressing charges. So I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. Okay. We can move on from that. Um, I do want to talk about one more person on Oklahoma City Thunder before we do move completely on, though. And that's Chet Holmgren. Um, I don't know how much you've been paying attention to the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I've been trying to tell you about Chet Holmgren for two years, damn it. Two you years. Have, you have. You have. I, I was about to say, you, you've been one of his biggest fans, man. Like, you were not, you did not miss on this one. This 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 kid is special, man. He's special. Um, his, 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 his three ball is elite. How is he so efficient? Like, he's like exactly. 50, 55, 50, 90. Like, what's going on here? Well, the the short answer is that he has first-team All-NBA, Shea Gilders-Alexander, who's demanding a lot of attention. Um, so he's getting more open looks. But, I mean, look, you've still got to be confident. You've still got to be able to knock knock down those shots, man. And every time I see Chet play, he's he's just exceptional, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him because, like, I was – I was so upset that he had to miss his entire rookie season with that broken foot. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it looks like, it looks like he's balling. Um, he, is he still in the, the, the rookie of the year crown from Wimby? I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. It, it, it's tough to, it's too well, his early efficiency, to call it. His, I mean, honestly, 
unbiased, like he probably would should be, right? Like he's playing contributing to a winning team. He's pretty much yeah. got similar stats, but with better efficiency. Now, you know, I can understand if you dock him points because he's a second year rookie because he missed his first year from injury. And sure. also, if you give Vic Wimbignano points because his team sucks and he's the only person, you know, well, one of the few people that's, you know, contributing, like trying to actually be good on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much the leading. I mean, you know, Vic's number one in rookie scoring, rebounding, blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think tied for one in steals and some other stuff. So mm-hmm. he's got, you know, great numbers. I'm not trying to disparage Wimbignano, but his efficiency is pretty low, which is common for a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially, especially on a bad they have team. No, yeah, on a bad team, they don't really have a point guard. Nope. Um, they've got him just freestyling. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, Chet has a more defined role. Uh, he's more of a three and D big. Really, that's what the Thunder needed all last year because they were a great, you know, you know, great young team last year. They just yep. didn't have a big. Um, you know, they were running out there. Uh, Jay Will is kind of their small ball big, and uh, I don't even know who they were running out there starting, but um. Uh, Jay, yeah, it was Jay Williams. There's two. Yeah. Two Jalen Williams. He's yeah. more of a four, like a three, four. Yeah. The one the, the bigger one. Yes. But um, so, yeah, they, they, they feel like this is this is like the whole in their roster is what they needed was it was a big and he's just slotting in perfectly, even though he's still, you know, you know very skinny. He's, he's got to put on some weight and put on some strength. But he's a rim deterrent. He's he's averaging two blocks a game. He's, you know, not somebody you just want to try on down there. Yep, and he's able to finish, and he's a great shooter, so just slots in perfectly. They're yeah. honestly really scary. I mean, they just don't have the experience and like the veteran know-how, but um, they. I mean, I think early like well, last time we talked, I was like, I, at this point, well, last time we did a pod, I was like, mm-hmm. at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like a top four seed. Uh, yeah. Just looking at their talent, and yeah, here they are now. They're pretty now at this point, people will be surprised if they fall at the top four because they're just mm-hmm. so. You know, in case they get injuries, because they're just so cohesive and, and loaded. Yeah, they are missing Jalen Williams, who's their starting three. Um, I think he was the number five pick last year or the year before. I can't remember. But who's this? Um, th- this other rookie they got, Wallace. He's kept stepping right in too. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's another solid solid rook that they have. Um, they're they're they they are tough, man. They are tough. OKC is tough. Um, I think that they are going to be a force for years to come for sure. Um, the biggest news since the last time we talked, though, is your boy, James Harden. He got traded, man, to the uh, L.A. Clippers. Um, give me your thoughts. I, you know, there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hullabaloo about the Philadelphia 76ers and what they could and could not get for James Harden. To me, they got a decent package. I mean, for what James Harden is now, they they got um, Nick Batum, Rob Covington, a few picks. Um, and somebody else I'm missing. Uh, I think one of the Morris twins. And, you know, James Harden at this stage in his career, I think it was a fair, as fair as they were going to get for James Harden. What do you think? Yeah, honestly, I didn't like the trade at first. But um, as as time has shown, it's it's kind of just slotted some guys in that there's mm-hmm. some role players that can help. And, um, you know, Maxi is taking the leap, so they play faster. Uh, they play, you know, with less dribble, 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 moving the ball around a lot more. So it's just made them a lot better. Um, it's kind of made, kind of highlighted for Harden. Like though he's still a talented player, led the league in assists. You know, he struggled. You know, he, he started the 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 Clippers started 0 and 6 with him. Um, he didn't look good. He still hasn't looked great, honestly. He's had a few good games, but 
I just figured their talent was going to win it. Like, they're going to figure it out eventually, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, to some level. Um, I guess they just really, you know, for the Clippers, I didn't really understand the trade because they were playing well. Um, their team made sense. Um, but I guess they just didn't think they had enough. It really shows to me they didn't trust Westbrook, um, which I understand. Um, but <laughs> for, for Harden, it's like, you know, I don't know. Um, get you there in the regular season. But, you know, we all know. Can't rely on that in the playoffs. <laughs> But they've got Kawhi, they've got Paul George. Maybe they just figure Harden, you know, okay, he'll choke. He only, you know, end up with seven points or whatever, but maybe he could give us ten assists. You know, he'd give us some easy baskets. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but that's that's still a gamble, so we'll see. Um, I've noticed Westbrook's minutes have been going way down, too. Um, yeah, he got moved he, to the he, bench. He, well, he asked to come off the bench. Yeah, he asked to come off the bench. His minutes asked. went down. He he hasn't been looking happy about the situation, but he, he had a good game yesterday, um, so – but yeah, that's interesting. That's something to monitor. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how that's going to go, um, especially if they're not winning. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they're, starting to, they're starting to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. I still don't feel great about the Clippers, though. I just don't, you know, just feel like something's, they're, they're soulless. They're just missing something. I don't know. Yeah, man, I agree. Um, so being here in Vegas, I the, the, the Clippers are one of the blackout teams for me. So I only get to see them sparingly if they're on national TV or if there's a glitch in the Matrix and somehow they let me watch the other stream. But <laughs> I, I've seen like three or four of their games uh, since acquiring James Harden. And like you, I am not impressed. Uh, not, not impressed at all. And I, I think the, the biggest issue is... James is is so weird in that. Well, I, I guess it's not just him; it's, it's the Clippers. But they're Turner using catch him, and shoot. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, they, exactly. Like they're 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 using him like James. Like let's run a Harden and Zubat pick and roll, and let's let Paul George and Kawhi just stand on the sides. And we're just like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, what are we doing here? Like we that's that 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 is not going to get it done. You know, in his comment where he was like, "I'm not a system player. I'm the system." I think that's what he's saying. Like he he can't play unless he's got the ball. Like doing his pick and roll Harden ball. Like that's all he can do. <laughs> Which that makes other guys kind of stand in the corner and be spot up shooters. And it's not really it's 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 not pretty. Kawhi. No. I think Kawhi had like seven points yesterday, but they won. They won. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see this being sustainable where, you know, their stars are really shackled and to try to fit Harden in. I mean, look, the reality is they they do have a lot of talent. And like you, I agree that they're going to figure this out. I'm not saying that the Clippers are going to be a bottom team. I'm not saying they're going to make the play in or anything like that. But this – what I'm seeing now is is concerning. Like, it is it is absolutely concerning. Um, obviously, I'm not I'm not a Clippers fan, so who, I mean, they can burn in hell for all I care. But um, I I I want to see good basketball. I mean, like I, I'm a fan of Paul George and Kawhi, and like I want them to succeed to some extent. Uh, and it, it it's weird. Like, why don't they run a pick and roll with Harden? Like, why doesn't Harden call Paul George and get a switch and let Paul post up or let Kawhi? Like, it it seems like any any type of basket that Harden is getting them. It's off of just a drive and kick, catch and shoot, which is, you know, hey, look, that, that's fine for now. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the nitty gritty, I'm not sure that that's going to work in a postseason. Um, and the entire Russell Westbrook thing was is complete bullshit. That's just my opinion. Tyloo came to him was like, look, this is what we got to do. And they was like, we're going to make it. Let's make it look like it's your idea. Exactly. Protect your legacy, homie. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm not buying it. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, I I mean, 
Russell Westbrook just doesn't have any value, bro. I'm sorry. Like, you oh, can't. No, you, he played good with them. This this stint. You can't play him 30 minutes a night and expect great things to happen for your ball club. You you just can't do that. Those those days are gone. So, um, you know he he's averaging like 15 to 20 minutes a night now, which, uh, this is just who you are, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you're, you're Russell Westbrook. It, it it's over for you, man. It's been over for a while, but um. It's especially over now. I mean, I think I might have asked you this before off the off the pod, but like, kind of random. Who, who's had a better career? Do you think? Who, like, who's who do you think is, would you say is better, Westbrook or Chris Paul? <sighs> Individually, um, well, Westbrook won an MVP as a six seed, but and he's been to the finals. But doesn't it seem like Chris Paul is held in high regard? I would say so. Yeah, but I mean, isn't Westbrook a better player than him? I would say so. Yeah. Like overall. Yeah. Like, I mean, if if we're going prime for prime, I, I think Russell Westbrook's prime was better than Chris Paul's prime. But I would say it's close. Uh, and like I, I could understand if people were like, give me Chris Paul. I mean, first of all, I would take Chris Paul too over Russell Westbrook all the time. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I would probably pick Chris Paul if I had to build a team. For sure. But Westbrook is a better player. Hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, Clippers suck. Uh, let's talk about the Lakers, the best team in the. Hold on, one, one more, one more. Oh, go ahead. Prime, prime Westbrook versus Prime D Rose. I know you're a Rose fan. Like, <laughs> where are you where, where are you going with that? Um, Derrick Rose's prime was so short, man. Um, I, I I I would have to take Russell Westbrook just because I've seen what he can do over the course of 82 games, um, and I've seen what he can do running a team. I I won't I won't ignore that. So. Uh, I'll give it to Russell Westbrook just, just because take Westbrook and close your eyes. Be like, oh, yeah, basically. Okay, come on. <laughs> no, look, basically, it's like, <laughs> I, I guess uh, I got to say Russell Westbrook. Yeah, sure. Um, let's let's talk about the best team in L.A., the L.A. Lakers, man. Um, we are we're we're trending in the right direction, in my opinion. Um, you know, that 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 29 minute uh, minutes restriction for LeBron was just total bullshit. And I, and I love it because like. We we both acknowledged that that just wasn't going to cut it. Um, AD kind of came out. Yeah, AD came out the gate, and after that first game in Denver, he was really solid for like seven or eight games. Um, But it seems lately teams are just doubling him, and he's just accepting it. He's just like, ah, whatever, you double me, I'm going to pass out the double team. I'm not going to try to attack. I'm not going to scheme it. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to pass. And it's, it's cost us a few games here and there. Now last night against the Cavs when he actually decided to attack the double team. And then in the second half, they just said, all right, fuck it. Like, <laughs> you know, we, 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 I mean, like I'm pretty sure in the first half it was like 70 to 71 at one half like that. That's nuts. I believe so actually. So at, in the second half, they were just like, fuck it, man to man, uh, zone defense. Like we're, we're, we're not doubling. And then AD just went crazy. So what have you seen, man, from, from our two stars, because we're not going anywhere without them. They are the two anchors of our franchise. So give me your thoughts on what you've seen from Braun and AD. Is Brian carrying too much of a load? Should AD be carrying more of a load? Pause. <laughs> um, I mean, look at the yeah, yeah. AD should be carrying more of a load. Honestly, you know, if it wasn't for like a few horrible games, his numbers would look so much better. Like he's had some games where it's like nine points, ten points, like at least three of those. I think most, I think all of those have been on back to backs. So I don't know if that's the trend where he just can't. He just you know only gonna give us a quarter in the back to back. Just <laughs> pathetic, but. I think I'd rather he just sit it out. Uh, but, you know, maybe he's trying to play his minimum amount of games to get, you know, to qualify for the record. I mean, the uh, mm. awards or whatever. Yeah. Which, okay, I get it. But 
that's a revocation, I guess. Um, we're going to probably see more of that towards the end of the year where guys are worn down and tired, but they're just like, oh, I got to gotta qualify for all NBA. Let me just run, run my ass out here and mm-hmm. get, you know, get busted for you know, only, only getting 15 points or 10 points. Um, but uh, LeBron, he's been he's been kind of on a, on, a, on a heater this last few weeks. I mean, he had a had a rough game uh, against the Cavs on Saturday, but um, I mean, I don't know if you could ask for anything more than what he's doing. Um, at year twenty one, um, shooting. I mean, again, before we kept highlighting the stats before this last game, he was shooting like fifty seven percent, forty percent from three, um, good percentage from the free throw line. So. Um, you know, just the energy levels he's had has been, you know, on offense, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, has, has, been, <laughs> has been amazing. Um, he still looks spry and athletic and getting to the rim. Um, for a while, the jumper was falling. Um, so, yeah, again, can't ask for much more from him. Defense, he's been pretty lazy getting his rest, uh, only, you know, doing some some chase down blocks from here and there. Uh, he'll 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 act like he's running down on transition to defend, and then once once we get the ball again, he's just walking back up the court. You know, he finds ways to to rest. Where it's like LeBron, move, man, come on, LeBron. But, okay. <laughs> um, and then um, I just want to say like AD, outside of the games where he's not shooting, like I, I like where he's getting the ball, I like where he's trying to score. He seems like he's he, his jumpers look a little more fluid. He's uh, free throws looking better as well. He started off the year shooting threes, and he's kind of just threw that in the in the trash. He's not doing that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not even attempting them anymore, which really pisses he, me off. But yeah, it's annoying because they they give him so much space. But you know, uh, I don't know what's what's going on with that. Um, really, feel like since he hurt his groin or his hip or whatever, he's been shooting. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's got something to do with it. Um, but again, I, I like that he's 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 rebounding. He's trying to uh, you know he's getting a lot of offensive boards. Um, Little chippies, he's finishing good at the basket. Um, feel he's like leading the league in blocks. It. Is he okay? Yeah. Um, feel like he's getting less less post moves this year. Maybe again, it's our how we're doing our offense, this five out thing. Most of his his buckets have been like uh, on the catch, on like pick and roll, and, and you know again slash uh, attacking rebounds. So again, I like how he's getting like hustle bu- buckets, but I would like if he can be more of like a just throw him the ball and get him a bucket type thing. But we're just not doing that. No. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I mean, I, I I wish that we weren't putting such a load on LeBron's shoulders because honestly, I think it's gonna come back to bite us in the ass. Um I I I, I wish that I could be more positive about this, but I'm just not. Like I I, I just feel like like the the other shoe's gonna drop and he's gonna fuck around and tear his Achilles or his ACL or something trying to you know, average 25 a game. Like, I, I and I, I don't want that. Like, I, I want LeBron to be healthy for the postseason. So, um, yeah, but. I mean, regardless, he's in uncharted territory. Year 21, you know, like, guys aren't playing this amount of minutes at all. Like, he's averaging more points than all of the guys that played 21 years um, combined. So, we don't really know, you know, what's, we're in uncharted territory, territory again. We don't know how much he should be playing or what he's really capable of. I'm just kind of like, you know, just. Just, just marveling it while we can, man. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the uncomfortable part with the Lakers season, you know, going forward um, this year and possibly next few years if he's still sticking around, is that we're depending on a basically 40-year-old man who's still great, but, like, you know, he's not going to be able to do it every night in for, for every night, 82 games a night in playoffs. It's just not going to happen. And, yep. and then we're also relying on an injury-prone big man who's, you know, yeah, he, he's 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 standing up so far, but it's like you know, how can we 
how can you really put that much faith and reliance on these guys if you just kind of expecting the other shoe to drop? I'm, I'm sure a lot of Laker fans are kind of feeling the same way. You kind of just, for me, I just enjoy the ride, and you know we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's kind of tough. I, I I came to this realization like a few weeks ago when LeBron like looking like he was hurt and um, his knee was I think he bumped shins or something. I was like, man, like this guy's just gonna keep getting hurt like and every uh, year. This, yeah. this I, you know he only missed a game, but I was like, this is probably take him out a week or two, and it's like. Man, like, how are we? How can we really be like coming to the year? How can you be that optimistic that you know by the end of the year we'll be healthy and we're at? I'm just if we are fine. If we're if we make it to the playoffs with a good record and, and good health, well, I, I'll assess it from there, and you know we'll see what happens. But right now, I'm just happy that our stars are healthy. Unfortunately, like our role players are getting are getting hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the Lakers just can't like. We're still like one of the worst shooting teams in the league. We thought that shooting would be our strength. In the preseason, we were making everything. Once the season started, we just oh, the real Lakers showed up. The the real yeah. light, they turned the turned the bright lights on in the back, and now we we, we looking wrong. Looking, we can't get right. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I, I you know um, just just going into some of these role players like like our Austin Reeves. You know he he did he was our starting shooting guard at the beginning of the year, but we've moved. Uh, to move him off the bench, he's now our sixth man. Can I just say something right there on, on Austin? He's been playing like even when he got moved to the bench, he started to turn around a little bit. Like he started off really bad, like very concerning the first week or two, but he's been solid since. But people, I guess, just first impressions, people can't get out that he's been playing hasn't been playing well this year. Well, like he's he's been playing. You know, the last couple of weeks he's turned around. He's been more solid in my opinion. Reeves has been awesome since he's come off the bench. Um, yeah. This is the Austin Reeves I wanted to see. The guy that that has the ball in his hand, that's attacking the paint, attacking the defense, making them make adjustments to him, getting to the free throw line, hitting hitting open shots. Like this is the guy that I was like, where is this guy when we were playing Denver opening night? Like um, that's just yeah, but yeah, I mean, look, our I, I, <laughs> Vando hasn't played the entire season. Rui is out again with some freak injury. Um, Gabe Vincent has played like two freaking games. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, we had Christian Wood out for us. No, sorry, not Cam oh Thomas. Cam, Cam Reddish, Reddish. Was a revelation, and, and now he got yeah. hurt. Yeah, it's just it's it's been rough, man. We've we're 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 on this road trip where we've got ten of our next twelve games on the road. We've got Philly tomorrow, um, so we've got to hope Jackson Hayes, Christian Wood, and Anthony Davis are getting rest because Joel Embiid is a coming. Um, Tyrese Max is going to absolutely torch us, but I mean. He's torching. Oh, no, we got we got we got Maxi for him now, our, our new <laughs> defensive stopper. Yeah, so ask, yeah. Ask Donovan Mitchell about that. <laughs> he was just coming Shout out with injury uh, himself. Max Christie. Shout out to him. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, anything else about the Lakers before I move on to the next team? I just figure that we'll start making shots eventually and start getting healthier eventually. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully. And I, I really I mean, was Vando that important for us? Like. Why yeah. why wasn't our starting unit working with Reeves and Russell? Like was it were we missing Vando that bad uh, defensively and, and like some of the off ball things he did? I think so. I think DHOs it was and stuff. it was the it was the 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 length, the athleticism, um, and just the ability to to not have a, a hole on defense because teams were absolutely targeting and attacking Austin Reeves, um, and they were making sure that he was in every action. And you just can't do that with Vando. Um, also, Vando is somebody that helps rebound the goddamn ball, unlike LeBron. Um, 
LeBron averages like seven rebounds, but all seven are just because like they literally fall into his hands. Yeah, yeah, he just um, knows where to get where, where they where they drop. But yeah, he doesn't like, go fight for it. He, he might, does not fight. Couple, he does not but. box out. Like LeBron is just like ah yeah rebound. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I think I think you know it. That's 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 going to be something that Darvin Ham's going to have to work out himself because when it gets down to it, I feel like Vando's only going to pay 20, 25 minutes a night, which is fine. You know that's fine, but. I feel like if Torian Prince doesn't start hitting some shots, man, he might yeah, he, man. he might be on the end of that bench because Cam Reddish. I, I, I love this Cam guy Reddish when the season started, but oh my gosh, he can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. You, you you see how like Malik Beasley like hooping in Milwaukee now? It it, it doesn't make sense, bro. Like <laughs> I, I shared those stats. Like for some reason, guys are shooters before they come to the Lakers. Come to the Lakers and just are. You know, just can't make a shot and then leave, and all of a sudden they found it again. Wes Matthews. <laughs> you remember uh, Raymond Sessions, how excited yeah. we were about that guy? Yeah. He came to the Lakers and was just a dud. It was like, what? <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Uh, no, let me stop. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, he, he was he was already done, but yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, you're right. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, let's talk about the Golden State Warriors real quick, man, because uh, – I put this in a chat like two weeks ago, and y'all y'all didn't believe me, but I was like, uh, the Warriors are in trouble. <laughs> like, like I don't know how much y'all been watching, but like the, the Warriors are in absolute trouble. Clay looks absolutely terrible, and I mean terrible. <laughs> I don't um, think he's he's cracked twenty yet. No, he has now. Like in in, in the past okay. two games, he's hit like four or five threes each game, and he's cracked twenty. I think he had twenty three the other night. Um, so shout out to Clay. Uh, but he he's still having like horrible efficiency. He's still taking like ridiculous shots. Um, but I think that's just because there's just such a magnifying glass on his situation in particular. Like this is a guy that wanted $200 million in off season and the Warriors were like, no. And now we, we fucking see why. Cause Oh my God. Um, look, man, there is no is shame. They, this is after they paid him. After mm-hmm. he tore his ACL and his Achilles already, but they yeah. still paid him. Yeah. Look, there Max. is. There is no shame in Klay Thompson being washed and being just not good anymore. Like, Klay Thompson is a legend. He's probably going to make the Hall of Fame. Actually, he's a first ballot yeah. Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. why, why, oh, yeah. why am I saying probably? He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, like, Klay Thompson's going to have a statue probably. He's going to get his jersey retired. But it's over. Um, he, he, he tore his Achilles. He tore his ACL. Those are two devastating injuries. Only Kevin fucking Durant ever has looked as good as you can be after tearing your Achilles. Um, but it's, it's over for Clay, bro. Like, I don't care how many good games he has this year. Um, it, it, it's over. Like, it's and what over. do you see? What, why is that? Why, why do you just be like, okay, he can't do it? He can't move anymore. He, he can't create separation. He, he can't get his shots off as comfortably as he could before. Um, I saw Tim Legler from ESPN do, do like a, I don't, it wasn't like a detail like Kobe used to do, but, it was just like, look, man, like Clay package. Yeah, yeah, like like Clay Clay one isn't isn't elevating anymore as high when when he shoots his jumper. He, he was never a super high elevator, but he would get off the ground when he would shoot his jumper. Now his toes are barely leaving the ground, and his his balance is just off. Like his balance, like he's falling left and right so much. Like he's, he's not always been so good at squaring down. up. Exactly, but he can't do it like so. Well, yeah, I'm surprised that the balance would be messed up. And I also thought like his shot was so quick, his release was so quick. I, I, I thought that the shot would be something that he'd always have. But it felt like even like the the open shots he's breaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but look, like I said, like is there's there's got to be a legs thing. 
yeah, th- 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 there should be no shame in it for Clay, man. Um, I think I think that he he is due, and I wouldn't be surprised if he has 10 threes in one of these games and just gets hot because he's still Clay Thompson. He could still do it for a night. Um, but I don't think that Clay being like a, a part of anything is 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 like a reality anymore. That's just my opinion. So so what do you think is going to happen for the Warriors there? You think they're going to tr- you think they're going to try to trade someone else uh, and just try to convince him to sign at a lower, you know, lower extension or they, you think they, they're going to trade him? I think they're going to trade him. And I think. Um, huh. what, what Joe, Lake you think, you, no, think, no, you no. think Steph is going to be OK with that? He won't be, but Steph is going to have to realize that he's 35 and he's not getting any younger. If he wants to win another championship, they've got to get rid of Clay Thompson. That's just the reality of it. It's, it's hard, but. What, uh, what, what, what if what, what if Clay said like what, uh, uh, Bob Myers? You know, well, no, oh, well, Bob former. Myers. Yeah, yeah. like I, I'm pretty sure this is one of the reasons why he left. Hundred like, percent, and 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 Draymond, he and Draymond too. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to deal with that. The aging yeah. guy demanding money. Yeah, he was just like, man, like I don't have the heart to trade these guys. I don't have the heart to pay them, so <laughs> I'm done. I quit. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was actually cutting you off, but yeah, hundred percent. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. So, what what if Clay was like, okay, I'm not, I, I get it, I, I I'm not that guy right now, but I'm electing to come off the bench. Like, what what if he says, okay, I'll come off the bench and I'll try to transition to a bench role. I want to be here. Please don't trade me. <laughs> I would throw him out there 35 minutes a night. Get that trade value up, nigga. You're out of here. <laughs> no, I think I, as a I, fan, I, I think as a Warriors fan, though, I think I would want to. I wouldn't want to trade him. I, I I don't want to trade him either, but I don't really see an option here. I mean, they've Wiggins, already got a weird lineup with Wiggins Chris Paul, Kaminga, and some of those young guys like Moody or something. Try to get something, some value back. What I mean, what what's even Zach Levine? Like, like what what's out there? I think I Levine know. could probably actually fit with those guys if Levine tries to play the clay role. Honestly, so you saying the they have trade role, clay? Well. Uh, they would probably have to trade. Would probably would have to trade Clay because of if you're the Bulls and we'll get into the Bulls, like they need to blow it up. They need to start over. They don't need to get anybody that still has years under contract. If they're going to yeah. trade Levine or DeRozan or Caruso or, or Vucevic, any of those guys, so Clay would be appealing for them because he's a forty, I think forty-five million something like that dollar uh, uh, expiring Expire. contract. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to, you know, if they trade that Levine deal, I think he's got four or five more, four more years and like 200 million left on that thing. So they, you know, it, it appeals to the Bulls to get off salary and to to decrease their salary commitments. Yeah, that's that's probably the most appealing thing the Warriors have because they at some point somebody's got to have like a and we, we hold Bob Myers up in high regard. But that missing on Wiseman was just devastating. Missing on Kaminga seems like Moody. I mean, there's three lottery picks. What what's happened here? Like that was supposed to be the refresh for the Warriors dynasty. They made they won a championship. They were supposed to have the the new era coming in coming along after that, and that's just been a disaster. So, yeah. Um, um <laughs> you want to talk yeah, about Draymond so, choking out Rudy Gobert, bro? <laughs> so I actually missed that game. Of course, I saw the highlights, but like, what what was going on there? Give me the play by play. So. All right, so the, the the game starts. They're going. They, I, I think they only went up and down maybe once or twice. The score was zero to zero. Yeah, it was like two minutes in, right? Like what the yeah, fuck? Like, like Jaden McDaniels. Steph, and, Steph missed the game, right? Because like, he was he was hurt. Yeah, it was the first yeah. game he missed. 
Yeah. Jaden McDaniels and Clay were chirping back and forth. Clay missed like two or three shots. And then oh, and one more thing. This is a back to back game, right? Because I think the I think the uh the, the Wolves had just beat the Warriors like two nights prior. Oh, you mean that kind of back to back? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and and Anthony Edwards was talking big shit and it was just like, okay, so it's yeah. not that surprising that well, they were popping off the next game after. Draymond was talking to Anthony Edwards, and Anthony okay. Edwards just kind of responded like, "You're not going to do anything," type shit. But okay. yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jaden McDaniels um, contests a clay shot, and then so, they just get tangled up. And let's let's tell the truth. A minute into the game, they was like washed, washed. He was talking shit, and and, and Clay got pissed. Yeah, like it, and and lost his lost his mind, and Dre yeah. tried to take his have his back, right, or something like that. Yeah, I two mean, minutes into the game, they had to have been talking some big shit. That, like, yeah, like, <laughs> Steve Kerr says. Like Steve Kerr says that Rudy Gobert had Clay by the neck. I didn't see it like that. Uh, it, it looked like Rudy Gobert was just trying to get Clay off of everybody, but Draymond came behind with the fucking torture You love my French. That nigga said. No, Draymond. This nigga Draymond came behind with the motherfucking and it just that shit was put him to sleep. Yeah, he literally, yeah. Um, man, uh Draymond Green is nuts. Uh, I mean <laughs> he is <laughs> he, he is so lucky that David Stern uh is not the commissioner, man, because be five games Silver's car, boy. Like he does, yeah. Yeah. Five games is just it's it's not enough, man. It's not enough. Like the league released well. I guess the league didn't release this, but like all the reports were like the league has had enough of Draymond and we're here to make a stand in five games. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, that's a lot compared to what they've done the last 10 years or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since this is uh, Adam Silver's taking over. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. Draymond's nuts though. Um, I <laughs> the funniest thing to me was like, as he was choking him, you saw a cat try to come behind him and like choke out Draymond and Draymond was just like, mm-hmm, you're not going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> Ah man, yeah, good, good stuff. Um, let's let's. Okay, so 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 just just finishing that topic. So, the Warriors or what? What are they like a playing team or something? Like, where where do you see them at? Oof. um, Or or, or do you see them making a big move this this season? Because it seems like they have to make a move, right? Well, look, I think Chris Paul's another expiring, by the way, as well. Maybe they just trade him to somebody. Yeah, I I think if if a if there's going to be one team that does make a big move, it'll be them because, like you said. They know that their core of Draymond, Steph, and Clay works. Like they've won four championships, so I think that they're going to believe in that, and they're going to say, "Chris Paul, thanks, man. Thank you for your services. Uh, we found you a home in Chicago, or you know wherever. Um, they'll buy you out, and buy you out, and you go play with the Spurs, go play with Wimby or something. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're probably the most likely team to make a move. Uh, I think they have to. They've got to do something because, as presently constructed, this team cannot win a championship. I don't, they rely I, I don't on think this team can win a playoff series. That's just me being real. I don't know. Depending on matchups, like yeah, they, can they rely can they on be, stuff? To, can they be OKC right now in a playoff series? No, I don't think not. so. <laughs> they, they can't beat. They can't beat us. They can't beat OKC. Anybody who's got like a decent big um, and somebody uh, that could, that could you know, give stuff yeah. some problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how much they actually needed a guy like Jordan Poole, like his his scoring punch. He just mm-hmm. couldn't do it last year, and that's why they they were struggling last year too. Um, yeah. Well, 
Couldn't do it. Didn't want to do it. Same thing, I guess. Um, let's talk about the Timberwolves, man. They're 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 currently number one in the Western Conference, eleven and four. Is this a surprise? I mean, this is what I thought they would be at last year. But yeah, how do you feel about them now? Yeah, I mean, I think the key for them has been um, McDaniel's. I think, I think, I yeah. think since, since he's been healthy and, and been enabled, um, now their perimeter defense is. No, just so solid between you know Conley's still a decent defender for what he can do. Anthony Edwards, when he wants to, he's a, he can be a lockdown defender, and then McDaniel's, and then you got Gobert. So it's not really that surprising. Their defense is solid, and um, I guess they just found synergy between Gobert and and Cat too. They're playing better together, um, and the team has just been you know it's it's Ant's team now. There's no more you know worrying about whatever Cat want to do to be happy. It's like look you know get with it or get traded like. <laughs> And yeah. they're playing well. They're playing well. Um, and they're, you know, they've got all the positions pretty much that you need. Uh, Nas Reed, uh, you know, if, if Cat's not not hitting or messing around or, or go bear getting played off the floor, they've got Nas Reed, a, a stretch big to play with both those guys, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they've got a good team. It's, it's just hard to believe Minnesota is going to be good. Minnesota and OKC, like, with, yeah. with no, like, <clears throat> big superstar. I guess we got to give Shea his props. I mean, Kim Kardashian yeah. know who he is. He's, he's got he's got the skims. Yeah, shout uh, out to the skims, man. <laughs> so, um, you know, I guess he's he's a superstar in his own right too. Well, you know, brand wise, but it's just hard to believe these are the two teams out the West that's that's kind of leading the pack right now. Yeah, hey, it's it, it's a new NBA. Um, they've been You're the really healthiest. Starting to feel that way. Yeah, it's like a new they, era. And Anthony Edwards, man, he's this, this kid's just incredible. He's averaging like twenty six a game. Uh, just he's I mean. My one complaint with with Ant Man is that unless it's a big game, he doesn't necessarily bring it all the time. Like if it's a game against the Warriors, if it's a game against the Lakers or whatever, like all right, he's he'll get you thirty. He's gonna play lockdown defense. Um, but it's the it's the Sunday three o'clock games on League Pass where he's a little more passive. Um, but you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't just expect this this killer mentality from everybody. I, I grew up a Kobe fan, guys. Sorry. So yeah, uh, <laughs> sometimes you just don't feel like playing, man. I, I, I guess not. <laughs> just <laughs> want to eat wings. Want to eat or play Call of Duty or get yeah. that blunt, man. Yeah, whatever, 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 <laughs> whatever he does in his spare time. Um, let's. All right. So we've we've talked about you know some really good teams. Let's let's move and talk about the worst fucking teams in the league right now, um, and I guess we'll start with the Spurs. They're currently on an eleven game losing streak. Um, it it's, is, it's it's unfortunate, man. It really is, but they aren't good. They're getting their heads beaten in, man. Like it's, yeah. it's like getting beat by twenty and thirty almost every night. It's mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be a little concerned if I was a Spurs. I, mean, I, I I don't think they expected to be that good. Maybe in the beginning we were like, okay, let's let's dream big about the Spurs. They got a superstar rookie. All NBA, uh, defensive first team, okay, All Star, blah blah. They're gonna he gonna drag them at least to the play in, and you know maybe maybe that may happen down the line. Sure. It's hard to hard to see that right now, but um, their their roster just doesn't make sense. What they're running out there doesn't make sense. Okay, they're starting to give Wemby the ball more, uh, a little bit more like when he's running, you know, cutting down to the lane and open down there in the paint, but they don't run to, like revolve their offense around him, mm-hmm. and. No, they're still running this Sochan point guard thing. This is rough, and Cell mm-hmm. seems to be out every other game. I don't know what's his deal. They just, 
I haven't paid attention much attention to the Spurs over the last couple of years, and you know I don't know who these guys are that they're trying to build around, but oh my God, they need a, they, clearly they realize they need a few more years of tanking. They need more life because <laughs> it seems like they're just going into it trying to tank. I think the Spurs' biggest problem is well, two. I, I, I think they have two major problems. One, they don't have a real point guard. Um, Jeremy Sochan and Devin Vassell are not it as point guards. Um, they cannot lead a team. They cannot get people in spots that they need to be in. They cannot get people the ball. Um, man, like I feel like the casual fan feels like it's so easy to just replace some of these guys. Like Chris Paul is so valuable, bro. Like that's Chris Paul's been in the league for damn near 20 years himself. And like it's because he's so valuable with what he can do. Um and like I, I think people underestimate it. Like you, they, they they think you can just put anybody in these positions, and it'll just be easy. Like they'll fit in. Like no, bro. Like sometimes you need an actual leader. Like you need an actual point guard to help you. And you figure I, Pop knows this, right? Like Pop, no, he not has full. to. He has I, to. Yeah. I think he he's just wants him to be like. So we're talking about Chan. I don't think he think this is the point guard feature. I think they just want a guy with some playmaking skills. They're trying to just let him develop. It's got to be like in the long game. Mm. If if that is the plan, if if the long game is the plan, fine, 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 fine. Uh, number two, they do not give Victor Wembanyama the fucking ball enough. Um, I don't like. There's there's been so many times where I've watched Wimby run from a fast break, cut to the basket, post up, or or, or just get good position. The nigga seven five, hands in the air, and like they, they shoot a pull up three, and I'm just like, what? Like. Like, what's going on? <laughs> He'd be open for, like, three seconds at a time, like, and they just don't see it or don't feel confident they could get it to him. It's like, what? Yeah. Just throw him the ball, bro. Just lob yeah. it up there. His like, his his own teammates are, are hating on him, for sure. Um, I think it might be some of that, too, honestly. Because mm-hmm. when I think back to, like, LeBron's first year, his his teammates didn't like to give him the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of weird. Like, everybody was here to watch LeBron, and you got Darius Miles out here jacking up three <laughs> and doing the most. And Ricky Davis. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, so I, it was frustrating great. watching those guys. So this kind of reminds me of that Durant's first year, he, they would give him the ball, but he was just so skinny. He was getting pushed around out there. It, it was it was kind of just he, he looked like a fish out of water. But Wimby, he looks like he could he like again he 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 stands out because he's so tall and, and athletic that he could do some damage out there. But they like I said, it's almost like his teammates are like mm, like some of them some of the guys give him the ball, but some of them are like mm, nah. Yeah, it's it's almost like. I hate to say this, but like it feels like Zach Collins is like the only one that consistently feeds Wimby, and like all the other black players. No, nah, I'm not gonna say that, but like, <laughs> <all> the, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like Keldon Johnson, Branham is, is like, why is this dude taking so many shots? Like Branham, yeah. uh, yeah, Keldon Johnson, like, I guess he's trying to be a stretch big now. I don't know what his deal is. Um, <laughs> so Zach Collins too, take too many threes too. Yeah, they're just frustrating to watch, bro. It's like th- y'all don't play right and. I'm here yeah. to watch Wimby and y'all fucking up the experience. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Um, it, it sucks that they're on they're, that they're on eleven game slide though. I, I mean, um, it really does suck. Um, and he got his name wrong the other day. Yeah, he he's mad about that. Yeah, his name is Victor Wembanyama. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies they also suck. Oh my gosh. Um, but hey, we knew that. We we knew they were going to be bad. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if people thought they were going to be this bad, but yeah, look, I didn't think they were going to be this bad. They, they don't got, got anybody to score though. Yeah, like they well, not they, they're down three starters. <laughs> like it's, it's it's not fair, man. Like they they don't have job. They don't have Stephen Adams, and they lost Dylan Brooks last year. Like they 
they don't have anybody to score. They're they're relying on Desmond Bain, who's look. Shout out to Desmond Bain, man. I, I got him in fantasy this year. He's averaging like twenty six, oh. six and six. Like he's he, he's a beast in fantasy. Um, and you know he's he, he he's actually putting up numbers and he's he's trying his hardest. But Desmond Bain is more of a Clay Thompson than he is a creator. So they're trying to make him be a creator because honestly they don't have anyone else. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just tough for him because like he's I don't want to say he's easy to contain, but he's he's easier to contain because you know where his spots are. Yeah, you know, like he's more of a you, system player. Yeah. Like he, he gets his points in the offense. Yeah. And like offense. you know what he wants to do and you know where he wants to go. So like you can easily just trap him and force him to give up the ball, which is what a lot of teams have been doing this last week and a half. Um but yeah, man, the Grizzlies—they—they—they they, they fucking suck. Um, I I don't enjoy watching the Grizzlies play. I do not. Shout out to Bane, like earning his money though, because he's yeah. getting paid big money, like super max money, which you know he don't still don't deserve it, but at least he's trying. <laughs> I mean, look, he's a competitor. Right? I, I would like I would take him on my team. I take I would take. Oh him hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Uh, maybe not on the Lakers because you know he won't be able to shoot. But um, no, nah, I'm just playing. But look, the, the the Memphis Grizzlies are 15 games and the John Morant's 25 game suspension. So 10, 10 more games, John Morant will be back to this uh this disaster. So they're gonna uh, be like five and twenty or something. <laughs> they so, probably will, unfortunately. Are they are they're pretty much out of it? Yeah, are they, is it over for them? Are they gonna can they even make the play in with that? I mean No. I don't think no. so. Fifteen game below five hundred in the Western Conference, I think it's over. And then so yeah, we talk about some of these bad things. Okay, let's uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about your boy Jordan Poole, man. <laughs> it, like it seemed like every night he's just a league pass highlight, like a low light. Oh at that. Like, my gosh! Look, man, Jordan just, Poole is Kevin Garnett is already washing his hands with him. He saw what he yeah. said. He, he said he should be out the league. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't listen to nothing Kevin Garnett says though, but yeah. Um, oh yeah, you shared that actually. So. Yeah, Kevin Garnett is is absolutely nuts, but this is one thing. <laughs> this is the one thing that that like I might be able to see. I I was I mean, okay, he shouldn't be out the league, but Jordan Poole is just man. He he just doesn't give a fuck. Now I will say this: over these past two games, he has looked as though he's been locked in. He looks like he's trying harder. He looks like he's playing harder. Um, but I don't know if I can forgive him for what I've seen. Like, <laughs> like I just. <laughs> Some of the stuff I've seen is just like, wait a minute. Like, what are you doing, bro? Uh, What's the worst one? Oh, man. The, the the worst one was the Porzingis thing for sure. We're like, bro, like he, he was just he was like basically on a fast break. Uh, he, Porzingis caught up to him and he just like dribbled behind his back for no reason. Mm-hmm. He just took the laziest three. Porzingis just straight blocked it and ran down the other way and got a dunk. It was, <laughs> that was like, like, in the, like in the first week or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was very early on. Yeah, it's just it's just it's comical, actually. Um, and you know, the, the wizards suck. I mean, but we, 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 we all knew they would suck, but the Pistons, I can't believe that they're this bad. I, I, I really can't like this, this Pistons team has a lot of talent. Shout out to, uh, um, Asar Thompson. He is hooping this year, uh, 10 rebounds, like two and a half blocks. Um, he, he definitely has to work on his jumper, but that's something that you can work on and be better at. And Remind me of Jared Wallace. Jared Wallace was an all-star, so I'm sure he'll take it. Um, but look, man, I, I, Kate, Kate Cunningham, 
um, has been up and down. Their their biggest problem is, I guess, they need uh, Bogdanovich back and they need Jalen Duran back. Both, I mean, Bogdanovich hasn't played all year, and Jalen Duran's been in and out of the lineup with injuries. Um, but 13 straight losses, that's that's disgusting. Shout out to Monty I mean, They were the worst team in the league last year, I believe. So? 13 losses, bro? Like, come on, bro. You can't. They're 2-14. and 14. That's crazy. That's crazy. They're yeah, for, for their talent, for, for their talent level, it's, it's but they don't got no shooting, bro. Like they've got, I mean, their best shooters, like what beef stew, Isaiah Stewart. He's like one of their only guys maybe shooting over 35% last that look. Um, oh, you mean they're missing, three. they're missing. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're missing Bogdanovich, uh, Bojan. Yeah. And, um, you know, Cade hasn't been able to hit a shot. Uh, Ivy hasn't, um, still running Killian Hayes out there. I don't know what the no. fuck Monty Williams is doing with that. Killian Hayes is so so ass, bro. He's so ass. That's so. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so I don't know. I don't really know. Seems like they 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 they're really trying to find which of their bigs is the ones to build around. Seems like Durant seems to be the guy, but they're they're still yes. running out Bagley, um, mm-hmm. you know Stewart, <laughs> um, you know Wiseman's still on the team. So um, <laughs> they got all these big men, but they don't. They haven't quite figured out their wing situation and their guard yeah. situation besides Cunningham. So, I mean, they're, uh, they, again, they were the worst team in the league last year. So, but you you would, you would hope with them getting uh, a lottery pick and them getting K Cunningham back that they would be better with a new coach. But I don't know. Um, I just chalk it up that the league is just so competitive that you know just team, yeah. they just can't quite crack it crack crack the the W's. Yeah, that could be it. Um. Let's talk about the Orlando Magic, man. And uh, this team was one of the worst teams in the league last year. Number one pick, Paolo Bancaro, rookie of the year, twenty points a game. They are eleven and five, number two in the East. They they've beaten some. They beaten the Denver Nuggets. They've beaten the Boston Celtics. Um, I think they beat the Clippers too. Uh, this 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 Magic team, man, with Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs, and and the crew, man, they they're they're straight. They're on a six game winning streak, which is. I, <laughs> Are they for real? What do you think about the Orlando Magic? They've got a lot of talent too, and they were playing well um, in the preseason. They're one of those one of those upcoming teams that a lot of people were like, "Hey, watch the Magic, watch the Thunder." I'm still. They're probably one of my bigger surprises. I I, I knew they. I thought they could compete for. You know, it's still early in the season. Maybe they'll fall off. Who knows? But like, I'm sure they will. For them to, for them to be this good this early, um, when yeah. I don't really understand it because. I don't. When I look at it, nobody's really balling out of control, really. Like, mm-hmm. but they just got a lot of talent. They've got um, the best defense in the league. Do they? Okay, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, they've got the best defense in the league. I was Shout out say, to Jamal I don't, I don't really understand him. Jamal Mosa. Yeah, he used to be the Mavericks coach. Uh, well, mm-hmm. well uh, assistant coach. He's one of the guys that Luca liked um, when they when he lost them. He was under Carlisle. But um. But yeah, I don't really understand it. Um. But it's it's good to see. Um, yeah. Them and the Pacers, yeah, those are probably the biggest surprises for me in the East. Like from from teams that that jumped up a level or two that I didn't expect. I mean, at least the Tyrese, Pacers they have they have a star. Yeah, Halliburton. Yeah. Tyler Halliburton is a fucking star. Twenty five and thirteen. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, he's putting up crazy numbers like every night. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Like I watch that watch fantasy stuff too. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, they yeah, are one he of my actually, best teams. I read that he uh, he he like saw his way in the game by like by playing 2K, like 
the the two K <laughs> view, uh, uh, where it's like overhead, where you, you know you could flip and see the whole court. He yeah. said that's how he like he developed his court vision and his you know understanding where players should be by playing two K and actually like running plays and playing two wow. K view. That's kind of interesting. I knew two K view went out. That's, <laughs> it's the tactical way to play. It is. It's the only way. Only uh, way. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Maybe a team that has also been a surprise. Maybe not for the best reasons. Um, I kind of figured once they made the Dame trade, it would be smooth sailing, honestly. I, I I didn't really see any hiccups. I figured that they would just Dame and Giannis pick and roll people to death, and I figured the shooters would come in handy, especially Malik Beasley, uh, Pat Connington, guys like that, Brooke Lopez. Like I, I figured that it would be easy, honestly, but it, it, it's been the inverse. Like They've really struggled. Um Mostly it's been due to defense. They just yeah, can't say, stop anybody man. anymore. Everybody scored 120 while they're 125. <laughs> that's, that's a tough way to, to live. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like lately, maybe in like the past week or so, they've they figured out a few things here and there. But for the most part, man, this, this team isn't really what I thought it would be. Um, aside from the defense, what do you think is the biggest reason for that? Do you think like it's just Dame not fitting in yet? Or are they trying not to step on each other's toes? I, I think we're probably really underestimating how much Drew Holiday like meant for their defense. Yeah, and then um, yeah, even last year we were starting to see that maybe those guys are getting a little old. Like um, Chris Middleton still trying to come back from his injuries. I, it's, he just hasn't looked good in the last year or so. It feels like um, Brooke Lopez numbers down a little bit. And it's really just down to you know, Giannis and some guys, and, and of course Dame, who's kind of been he's. He just hasn't been great either. Like he started off, uh, you know, still averaging, you know, getting his thirty, but his numbers has been kind of ticking down. It's kind of not the most efficient. They've had a um, a, a soft schedule where they won like five straight, mm-hmm. but I don't know. No, I, I think what's interesting is only thing I could think of is that uh, their their new coach. He seems to be just little flustered, can't quite figure it out. You know the right way to sync them offensively, how to mm-hmm. replace Holiday defensively, how to get the best out of that. Um, you know, remember the story like a week before the season, um, they lost Terry Stotts, the assistant, their head assistant coach. Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, the the coach now, Adrian Griffin, he's a brand new coach, trying to ch- coach a championship team. So, um, their offense hasn't been great, and substitution patterns kind of iffy and kind of. Some of the stuff like that. It kind of just makes me wonder, like, is is he is he just really struggling, or is, is, is there something there? I don't know. Mm. It could be. I mean, it's tough to tell. Yeah, and especially so early. In the, I mean, it's they've only played what 15 games themselves, so it's still it's still very early. Um, you know, we shouldn't make any type of judgment calls yet about Adrian Griffin and um, you know if he should or should not coach there, but. Yeah, man. Look, they've they've gotten issues. Uh, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure the other day, like him and Giannis had like a public spat, like while Giannis is about to check in. And, you know, they of course they both downplayed it or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he that's seems, something that really the Bucks have to figure out. Seems to kind of have an ego. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, he used to play, didn't he, Adrian Griffin? Man, um, I thought the name sounds familiar. Him. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure though. The name sounds familiar. I mean, I, I know his son plays for the Hawks. But I mm. thought he played. Eh, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, yeah, Bucks get better. What about the Sixers, though, man? The Sixers have looked really good. Um, Joel Embiid is still doing what he does, but 
it's been Tyrese Maxey, man. Tyrese Maxey has just come out this season with a chip on his shoulder, um, averaging 26 points per game out of nowhere, making it look easy most nights, hitting like four threes a game on really good efficiency, getting his teammates involved. Um, what do you think, play, man? By the way. Uh, Adrian Griffin did play, by the way. But yeah, um, so you were way high. You were pretty high on Maxi. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm completely blown away by this guy. Like I, I, I guess you watch a lot more Philly games, but yeah, is this is this like some Shaq and Kobe shit for real? Is, it, is he like, <laughs> like is he that good where he can? Is he you know all NBA type guy? Because that's that's what some of these writers are pushing. I mean, look if if the votes were to go in today, uh, it'll be too like. Tyrese Maxey would probably be first team All NBA, if, if not second. I mean, you could still argue Shea because they have the record. Um, you could argue Luca because Luca's still averaging like thirty nine and nine or whatever. Um, but like that, that that's it. Like you, you can't argue Steph. Like he's playing better than Steph this year, numbers wise anyway. Um, and they have a better record. Um, you can't argue Dame. You can't argue who else am I missing? You can't really argue Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, even though Tyrese Halliburton's numbers, he he doesn't have the points, but Tyrese Halliburton has the higher assists. So I guess you could argue. I don't know. Yeah, but, but say like, Halliburton, uh, <laughs> twenty-five and thirteen. That's... Yeah, that's that's a pretty good argument. Yeah, you're right. But um, I mean, yeah, like Ty- Tyrese Maxey is that damn good. Uh, I, I will say that. Now, is is he Kobe and his NB Shaq? Ah, Kobe was special. I mean, we we want to pop the brakes on that. But uh, Tyrese Maxey is a damn good number two. It looks like. I mean. Will that's basically what I'm trying to say. Can he can you win a yeah. championship with this guy as your number two? Assuming that remains be, assuming you got that, assuming you have a number one, which I think can be should be that guy. He hasn't quite done it, but yeah. So the thing the, the, the thing with Tyrese Maxey that worries me a little bit is that he's primarily a layup or a three guy. Um now his layup is great because he's so fast, like he just blows by people. But that's something you can game plan for in the playoffs. So, so you think he, he likes like some mid range creativity? Some, uh, well, some, some yeah, tough exactly. Buttons, some t- tough shot making. Yes, exactly. Yeah, tough. And you know, people people underestimate that as a skill, <laughs> but like it's sorely needed. But then again, if he's your number two, maybe it's not. Like Joel and B can make all the tough shots. So I don't know. Um, Basically, they need Maxi to be like on a Jamar Murray level. Like, okay, can can Jokic be your number one? Can he be your it's like, yo, can, can it be, be your number one and be your Jokic type player, your Shaq type mm-hmm. player? Mm-hmm. And can 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 Maxi be enough to, you know, be a reliable 25 plus every night and get, yeah. you know, come through in the clutch? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I mean, from what I've seen, I think that that can be possible, but I would have to see it in the postseason before I say yay or nay. Um, because, I mean, NBA, NBA player basketball is just different, man. It's, it's just different. Um We've seen guys like Mikael Bridges, who I wanted to bring up next. Like Mikael Bridges um, had a great regular season after he got traded to Brooklyn. Um, he kind of got shut down in the playoffs last year, uh, and then he's coming to this season and he's just kind of he's just kind of been like an average guy. Like he's I think he's still averaged like twenty plus points, but I kind of expected Mikael Bridges to take a leap this year. I really did. Like I figured that he would kind of be like the guy in Brooklyn, whereas. It's been Cam Thomas. Like, <laughs> and look, shout out to Cam Thomas for coming in and just doing it again. Like, I don't, I don't know how many times. Sense. Yeah, like, like I don't know how many times Cam Thomas has to drop forty before, like, now, yeah, he's been hurt for like the past two or three weeks. Um, but like, there, there's been so many times over the past two years where Cam Thomas has dropped forty and then he just doesn't play. 
Uh, but it looks like this year, like they've just unleashed him. I mean, he's averaging like 27 a game himself, which is ridiculous. Um, but he's he's kind of the number one guy there. Uh, and Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, man, you just can't stay healthy, you bitch. I just I can't stand this guy. I you know, it was crazy how they just did the Friday Friday news drop. And then, oh, okay, Ben Simmons, he's got some uh, lower. What, what did they say? Lower, lower extremity lower, impingement. Yeah. They, they they just w- didn't want to say back issues. Yeah, exactly. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What does that mean? And then had to, oh, his back, his back hurt again. Okay, he's done. Yeah, yeah. he's done. Unfortunately, I mean, look, I mean, I, hopefully, all, you know, all these guys can come together. But I, I'm right now. I'm Brooklyn was one of the teams that I was very excited to watch coming into the in the NBA season and I've just been disappointed every time I've turned them on. Actually I haven't turned them on in like a week or so. So yeah. Um last thing, man. Last team I want to talk about before we get out of here, the Chicago freaking Bulls. Oh my God. What are they doing? Um I feel like we we've had this conversation so many times with the Bulls where it's just like, what's their goal? Like like literally like what are they trying to accomplish this year? Um it's tough, man. That that one Couple months, uh, you know, the, the first year they had Lonzo, they they were just they were looking so good, and I think they just can't let go of it. That, <laughs> that you know, they had so much budding and building right there because they've kept pretty much the same nucleus. Yeah, they have, and they've just been treading water, and and now they're drowning. Um, they had a a, a players only meeting at their the first game. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, just been some tomfoolery ever since. It seems like Billy Donovan has just kind of lost his, his the guys, man. Like I, I feel like, especially Zach Levine. Like I feel like Zach just doesn't respect him. Um, he's Ever like since um, like Billy's been going to the Rosen in the clutch and, and not drawing up plays for for Zach. I think that's I think that's what happened in the first game, and they had the players only meeting about it or something like that. Or maybe they got blown out. Thinking, I don't know. But that, there was something recently that happened related where reporters are keep bringing up that Zach like really pissed at Billy about for for drawing up a play for. The Rosen instead of for him. Mm. Okay, interesting. So yeah, it seems like he's just tired of taking the back seat. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the Bulls are gonna do. I mean, it feels like they are trying to trade Levine. It feels like he's trying to, you know, get traded. Uh, but then, where does that leave Demar Derozan and Vucevic? Um, I want all of them gone because I, I think individually those guys can help a team. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that they can really help a team. So. I would like to see the Bulls just completely just press the button, blow it up, um, and try again, man. Because as presently constructed, they were what five and what are they five and yeah, they suck five and five twelve. And 12. Yeah. yeah, they they suck. So they're not gonna win anything. Just blow it up. That's all I have. <laughs> they got some pieces, and they got some some like I said, some guys that'll help other teams. Um, people, I mean, teams are lining up to get a Caruso. They'll, they'll probably yeah. they could probably get a, a pretty good. Draw a first round pick for him. Um, maybe for DeRozan as well. Maybe depending on the team for Vucevic. Might be like a late first, but um, you know, like I said, all those guys can help. But yeah. they just don't seem to like to blow it up. Like when you look at their history, they even got Derrick Rose in that number one pick. They didn't tank that 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 draft. Um, <laughs> they just they just they were lucky. They, they the lottery guys was lucky for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for some reason, their owner uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, he just doesn't like to tank, and they just he want still to be competitive. And, That's crazy. Yeah, still, uh, he just wants to make the playoffs, and for whatever reason, um, <laughs> nigga, think Michael Jordan uh, walking through the door. He's not. 
It's over. It's crazy, man. Like, how much Jordan did for the Bulls and their brand and their legacy. Like, they have been shit, like, before and after the Jordan era. But for some reason, they're considered, like, one of the, you know, the the, the marquee teams in, in, in the NBA just because of that. <laughs> Michael Jordan, he can do that. One more thing. Uh, your boy Zion. Hey, you know, Pelican Zion check-in. How you feeling about them? They're they're he's he's not really playing like he should, but they're they're doing okay. I I, I like that Zion is playing. Period. Um, he's not playing back-to-backs currently, which I I don't have a problem with, honestly. Um, if as as long as he's available to play, um, I'm happy. Now, I didn't bring up the Pelicans because you just be hating. You be making me mad. You be hating on the Pelicans. What? <laughs> Zion's been playing. I think he's been playing well. I mean, it's it's unfortunate with the CJ McCollum thing. Like he has like this lung Collapsed issue. Lung. Like, it's again. like the second time this happened, right? Yeah, it, it's What's just up with very this man's lungs, man. You need to staple <laughs> it in, nail it in better. <laughs> I think they are. I mean, I think he's supposed to be able to return pretty soon, though. Um, and Ingram has looked good. But I'd be scared I mean, of playing. I'd be scared of hooping, bro. Like, how many times is this gonna happen to me? Like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. But I mean, like the, the the Pelicans are still missing Trey Murphy. They're still missing Jose Alvarado. But Jose Alvarado is supposed to be coming back soon. So they're relying on guys like Jordan Hawkins and Najee Marshall. And and look, shout out to them. Like at home, those guys are fucking 2016 Warriors. Like them dudes do not miss any threes <laughs> at home. Uh, it's just on the road. They they just they suck on the road. Um, which is you know that's that's the classic tale for role players. They're typically better at home than they are on the road. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, man. I mean, Zion, Valanciunas, Ingram, McCollum, and Trey Murphy. Um, what's what's the dude from Alabama? I'm forgetting his name. Uh, uh, ah, whatever. But yeah, um, they they've got a squad, man. I I think they'll be good if they can get healthy, just like us. Honestly, <laughs> you gotcha, disagree? Gotcha. No, I mean, I I just I just you know, I haven't really watched too much of the Pelicans, but when I look at their their box scores, I'm like, it just doesn't look like. Ingram and Zion are, are quite sinking at the same time. They seem like they're playing better recently, but I don't know. They just haven't looked like they've been playing right. I've been seeing some some weird quotes out of there. I just that's why I just asking. I don't really know have a post on it, but it yeah. seems like it's been some weird energy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll have more to report on maybe by Christmas or after Christmas, but we'll see. We'll see. And how how we both from Atlanta, we just never talk about the Hawks, but whatever. Because they fucking suck. I'm sick of Trey Young. Trey Young averaging twenty five points on like thirty percent from the field, bro. I don't, I don't want to talk about Trey Young and the Hawks. Uh, free throws. <laughs> yeah, he, he shoots like ninety percent from the line. Yeah, but um, he's shooting like twenty seven percent from three. Like Trey Young is ridiculous, bro. <laughs> you know what? Shout out to Jalen Johnson. He just got hurt. Yeah, um, now he's out for forty six weeks. Nice but Shout out to him, man. Like this kid is freaky athletic. Like, oh my god. Um, but he, he's got a nice three ball too. Like he's actually looked really good this year. Um, but yeah, he's hurt now. So that's right, one last thing. Throw some bones to your to your Knicks fans out there. They're they're <laughs> they're playing a little better than I thought. Um, even though Randall has been terrible this season so far, um, but you know they're, they're they're scrapping together and throw a bone to I think was it Nick uh, the Celtics fan. Boo! <laughs> man, they, they look good, man. They're loaded. Um, I know yeah. Porzingis I think just had like a calf injury or something, but I, you know not worry too much about that. But man, they've got. They they look like the best team, honestly. Like they 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 looking tough to beat if they can actually get it together in the playoffs. Uh, you know when it matters, but just talent wise, now you don't have to worry about Marcus Smart taking terrible shots. It's okay now you got a <laughs> Drew Holiday right there, and it's like oh my gosh. And then, you know, interesting. Jalen Brown's not having the the best season, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, Mm-mm. 
you know, Tatum is amazing. Derek White's playing amazing. And Porzingis fitting right in like a glove. It's tough. Yeah, the Celtics look good. I mean, they're number one in the East. Best record in the league, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, fuck you, all the Celtics. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Look, I tried. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> great pod, man. I appreciate it, man. We'll, we'll do it again for sure. All right, man. It's good.